You're listening to the Extra Point Podcast. During this podcast, we will dive deeper into our Sunday teaching and share practical next steps for your faith journey. Now, let's kick off the Extra Point. Well, hello and welcome to the Extra Point. I'm Pastor Cheryl, and I'm here this week with Megan Beha. Our lead pastor's wife. I know. So exciting. So we took a break this past week from our Not So Blind Faith series to talk about Mother's Day. Well, to honor moms. We didn't really talk much about Mother's Day. I mean, you know, there was there was some some, like but that wasn't the like thing for the message. So um, your message this past week, your teaching was titled Pardon the Interruption. And you talked about how we all have an audience that's watching us, and often there are interruptions, things that happen unexpectedly that can throw us off, and how we respond in those moments either point our audience to Jesus or away from Jesus, which I loved that, by the way. Um, So you had a lot of ground to cover in leading up to the story where Paul and Silas were imprisoned. And initially, when you were studying for Mother's Day and looking at things, you were studying the story of Lydia, which is right in the beginning, and God kind of interrupted those plans a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk a little bit about Lydia a little bit more, Mm -hmm. because I know you did a lot of study study, study for Lydia. That's like the Greek study. (laughs) Yes. So what brought you to that story of Lydia initially? So I think that there, for me anyway, there was a pretty com. there is a common misconception um, or a myth that when people preach on Mother's Day, that it's maybe um, helpful or it's good to preach about a woman in the Bible. Mm hmm. Uh, mainly because there aren't a ton of women that get a lot of real estate mm-hmm. because of the time that the Bible was written, mm-hmm. not the Bible, that the stories in the Bible were written. Yeah. So I think that some people take advantage of that opportunity mm-hmm. to highlight a woman in the Bible. And so initially I thought, you know, maybe that would be, it would be good. I've heard a lot of female speakers, preachers, pastors do that. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of thought, let's do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But as I got into Lydia and really started studying it, I, I watched a, it wasn't really a sermon, but just kind of a small like talk on Lydia with, um, Collier, whatever her first name is. Oh, Tony Collier. Tony Collier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, with the broken crayon still mm-hmm. color. And it was a really great talk. And so it really inspired me. And plus my daughter, Olivia, is that's one of her favorite stories. Mm-hmm. And so it really inspired me to learn more about the story of Lydia, because it's mm-hmm. not really something that I like when I think of the book of Acts, I think of Paul, mm-hmm. not a woman named Lydia. And right. so I did some research on her and was like, this is, I think, I think this is going to be the direction that we go. And it was, it was going to be in my mind, a really cool sermon, but God had other plans. Yeah. So cool. So Lydia was a dealer of purple cloth is mm-hmm. what they say. Yes. A dealer of purple cloth. So you found something pretty cool about how that purple dye was made. Yeah. Yeah. Was- it's, um, 
It comes from Mediterranean sea mollusks. And it was the mucus of the mollusk (laughs) is what dyes the cloth that shade of purple. So cool. So I'm sure that was probably a very expensive process in that time to be able to go through, which is probably why like she did have her wealth and Mm -hmm. things and was able to be able to help absolutely um, with the with that ministry which is which is cool well think of i mean if you go to the beach think of walking along the beach because a mollusk Mm -hmm. is actually one of those shells Mm -hmm. so you would have to find Mm -hmm. a mollusk in complete form Mm -hmm. not broken not no imperfections like you've got to have all of the Mm -hmm. i mean it's still gonna have the mucus in there you know (laughs) and so all of the seashells that are on the beach are broken Mm -hmm. and you can't you know you could make a pretty like frame or vase or something out of them but Mm -hmm. to make this really expensive purple cloth you have to find Mm -hmm. those mollusks that are completely intact right yeah so pretty cool um so initially paul has this vision of a man needing help and that he was supposed to go to macedonia and um Concluded that he was supposed to preach the gospel there. But when he arrives, he doesn't immediately like come across a man though. Like, in fact, they're, they're there for several days. And, um, we enter into the story of Lydia when they're going down on the Sabbath and they go to down by the river. It was a place that must've been known of a place of prayer. And so they're going down there, but while they're there, there's a group of women. And so, um, that's when they decide that they're going to speak to these women and share the gospel with these women. And so Lydia is um, in in that group. And so I just love the reference about how you shared that um, shared about that because initially they could have gotten frustrated, right? Like mm-hmm. they have this vision, they're going along their way, but they're not really seeing the fullness of it. Mm-hmm. But they had an audience where they were in that moment and they chose to point them to Jesus. And you said that no matter where you are or what you're doing, you have an audience and they're watching and listening, which is so true. But um, it's not just true in good times, but it's true all the time in hard times, difficult times and how important it is in our own lives. And so, um, how can we remember that and remember that even in those times when we may be waiting for like the vision to come to completion, not to get frustrated, but to use those opportunities that were given in that waiting period to share the gospel of Christ. I think it's just important to remember the things that God has already done in your life, mm-hmm. the the opportunities that he's already given you and the ways that he's already shown you his faithfulness. It's, it's really easy to get caught up in what's happening now and the frustration of now, mm-hmm. but it's one of those. And I, I talk with my husband about this a lot. It's, it's an intentional thing. It can't, mm-hmm. you cannot live life so, lackadaisical and accidental it has to be super intentional and you Mm -hmm. have to you have to be so prepared I guess would be the Mm -hmm. word with the words of scripture with 
the wisdom of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. when things like this happen. And I talk about that with a quote that I shared it on Sunday. Um, it's, it's a reflection of what, like what work you've put into your relationship with the Lord and in mm-hmm. your faith when those reactions come out and we re- like reactions happen all the time. Oh yeah. We react when our kids do things. We react when our husbands or our wives talk to us in a certain way or when they forget to take out the trash or lock the back door. We react when something awful happens. Like the reactions are everywhere yeah. at work. Yeah. At school. Yeah. And so we have to do the intentional hard it is hard work mm-hmm. of making sure that what is beneath the surface is mm-hmm. is good and what is fed by the holy spirit rather than our fleshly desires right yeah that's so good because what i i recall something that your husband pastor scott said in a sermon once when we were talking about you know our the words that come out of our mouth and how like it's really a matter of what's what's inside like what we're full of that's what's going to come out yeah and so making sure that we are putting in that work so that way in those moments what comes out is hopefully that overflow of the goodness and so it's very important that that we are diligent to do those daily disciplines because a lot of times I think we get into the habit where we're, we maybe study scripture and we pray and we do these things and we're like, Oh, why am I doing this? Like I'm just checking a box, but it serves a purpose. Maybe Mm -hmm. not in that initial moment even, but later on. Yeah. And so that's really important to remember. Absolutely. So Paul and Silas are in jail, unjustly imprisoned. And that would have probably seemed like a massive interruption to them and their their cause but instead of like crying out and being like god why did you let this happen we were trying to follow your will we came here because of a vision you gave us like instead of doing that they chose to praise god anyway Mm -hmm. to worship him and praise him even in that circumstance and so this is where i think we often get it wrong in our lives and you talked about how we should choose to use our predicament to praise him and that doing the right thing isn't often comfortable or easy. So what are some examples of how we can in, in, intentionally do this in our lives and how can we set up reminders or like triggers that maybe help us get back on tra- track when we struggle with this? As far as triggers and reminders, I am looking myself. So <laughs> I don't have much to offer in that way of wisdom, but I was talking with Pastor Scott on it was over the weekend, and we were talking about just some things that, uh, and this is this is completely practical and very transparent. But we are struggling a little bit with our oldest son. Um, he just he struggles a lot with. Um, you know, focusing and just some behavior stuff. And it is so much so sometimes that it can really affect our moods. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't want to just say, you know, one or, you know, one of us, it's both of us sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we were just talking about how it's kind of, it's really defeating how like, you know, we feel justified in our mm-hmm. reaction and our mood mm-hmm. when we have to deal with this on a daily basis. Yeah. However, 
it's it's one of those things and this and I I want to I'll quote my husband and he'll he's totally fine with it but I want he he told me something it was it was really like I think it it was eye-opening so you know how sometimes you say like words come together in such a way that it's like oh yeah like epiphany like it makes sense now Mm -hmm. and so he said something this weekend and so I was finally able to respond and it it's the things that he struggled with before he was a Christian Mm -hmm. and not not like partying or anything like that but the fruits of the flesh Mm -hmm. anger yeah um defiance yes like and so he he said to me he said I just don't feel like I have grown or changed at all Mm -hmm. in those areas and I have been a man of God Mm -hmm. for almost 15 years Mm -hmm. and I just sat there and I'm like well, of course, the fixer in me is like, well, there's got to, we've got to figure something <laughs> out. Something, you know, we can do something about this. Yeah. And so I sat there for a minute and I just, I honestly, this, I'm not a wise person. I'm not at all. But I do feel like sometimes the Holy Spirit just like downloads a word mm-hmm. that I need in that moment. Mm-hmm. And what I felt in that moment was m- maybe, it's that you are not intentionally choosing. You can pray about it. Mm-hmm. You can read scripture. Right. That's not, that alone mm-hmm. is not going to be what makes the difference. You right. have to daily choose. Mm-hmm. And not just daily, situationally. Mm-hmm. Because you can wake up in the morning and choose, oh, I'm going to, this is going to be a great day. And then your kid or your boss or your coworker Mm -hmm. or your ex-spouse or whoever, Mm -hmm. they are going to do something that they know gets under your skin. Right. Because sometimes it's not just accidental. It's very intentional. Those, Mm -hmm. the people that do things in your lives. And so you have to be prepared for that. You Mm -hmm. have to choose in that moment that you are going to serve mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. rather than what you want to do, rather than what you feel like you have a right to do. Mm-hmm. So that is what it practically looks like in our current situation in our right. family. Yeah. Is just it's a it's a daily, it's a situational yeah. thing. Yeah. That you have to resolve that Jesus is Lord and whatever it is that he wants you to do, whether or not it's easy mm-hmm. or fair, that's what mm-hmm. we do yeah. because we're Christ followers. We're not just Christ believers. We're yeah. Christ followers. That's something that we learned this past week at the drive conference. Like we are followers, not mm-hmm. just believers. So we do as Christ does. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not easy in those moments, especially, but it's that it's that continually choosing. And when you get it wrong, correcting, you know, apologizing if you need to. Yeah. And and trying again. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important, like, for us as parents even to say to to admit those times when we're wrong, to tell our kids, Hey, I reacted badly and I am sorry for that. I chose to react in anger 
when I should have given you a little bit of grace mm-hmm. and like those are teaching moments for us as much as it can be Absolutely. for our kids or our audience or coworkers, like whatever to, to admit that, like to say, Hey, I'm, I read into that wrong or I, you know, I responded wrong to that. I sound, I may have sounded rude. I, that was not my intention. I allowed this to bother me when I shouldn't have, because mm-hmm. I think like what happens a lot of times is we tell ourselves like stories, we make up stories and moments or like, you know, choose to say, well, you know, this is a massive like interruption. Like I was doing what I was supposed to be. And now this bad thing happened. Why did you let that happen? Well, that happened and that jailer and his whole family and all of that, like they came to know Christ because of that. And they, and they wouldn't have otherwise in that story. And so knowing that in those moments, like good can come from it, like Mm -hmm. remembering what Romans says, where it says, you know, that, that we, can trust that, you know, God works everything out to the good of those who love him and are called to according to his purpose. Yep. And so it's so important to just kind of redirect our own intent, like intentions in those moments, I think, and not being defeated when we get it wrong and saying, yeah. Hey, I've messed up. I'm going to try to do better. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, that's what we want from our kids. Like, we don't expect them to immediately instantly like change. Right. We know it's going to be a process. And so guiding them through it and guiding those other people through it, through that like continual example from us of, Hey, it's, it's life. And uh, so I loved how you close with like the fact that, um, that it's something that we should do daily. And it's not just about, you know, worshiping him in those moments, but it's really about our entire lives. Yeah. And so that's what I think like is so important to take away to know that it's not just one instance, but it's every moment mm-hmm. and every time that we can redirecting. Yeah. Reevaluating, being self reflective and knowing, Hey, like I'm not perfect. I do still struggle with mm-hmm. angle, anger. And how can I be better? Yeah. Like we're trying really hard with our kids to watch the way that we say things when we're like, oh, you're making me frustrated. Well, no, I'm choosing to be frustrated. Mm -hmm. Like they're reacting because they're hungry or tired or whatever. And we're choosing to like make the mood worse by our moods. And so like just knowing that and like that little switch of, okay, well, no, I'm choosing this. I think it's really important. Yeah. Um, for us to think about and I think too it's important to know because when this happens and we get it wrong Mm -hmm. it's really easy to fall into the trap of shame Mm -hmm. and that makes everything worse yeah so it's kind I think about it as kind of like an eating plan or a diet or Mm -hmm. something when okay not every single meal is going to be 100% clean or healthy or Mm -hmm. whatever it's just the next what's what is the next right thing yeah that's that's what you have to that's what you have to think thank you okay yes thank you thank you Anna from frozen (laughs) do for the next right thing that's and I was just talking Mm -hmm. with a friend in in a text message about the like the eating thing Mm because we're kind of like holding each other accountable Mm -hmm for eating better and things like that. And I just said, she was like saying that she was feeling really defeated and frustrated. And I Mm -hmm. said, just do the next right thing. Yeah. That don't feel shame about what happened. Mm -hmm. Let it go. 
if you need to apologize or if you need to, you know, do what you need to do and then move on and do the next right thing. Yeah. Everybody. I get it wrong so much. Mm -hmm. Like when I, and when I introduced this message on Sunday, (laughs) I told everybody like this message is, if it's not for anybody else, it's for me. Uh Yeah. Everybody gets it wrong. And so the shame, shame is gone. Uh Mm-hmm. Jesus took shame with him. Yep. Just do the next right thing. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Megan. And thanks for joining us for this week's episode of The Extra Point. Next week, we're going to get back into our Not So Blind Face series and dive deeper into the reliability of the resurrection. So we look forward to that conversation and giving you some more practical next steps for your faith journey. Thanks for tuning in to The Extra Point. Be sure to subscribe to the Southridge Church Podcast and tune in every Wednesday for another episode of The Extra Point.